All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Not me, that is for sure. So get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. I just used the coconut oil and vitamin E shower cream, and I seriously forgot I was in my own bathroom. It smelled like a spa. Plus, it's allergen-free, so it's gentle for your skin, and it worked in as little as three minutes, so no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasted days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What You Really Missed podcast. Today we have a very special guest, Kevin McHale's on the show. Grim. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't do better than me? Uh, Well, we do have a special guest. It's not you, but we have a special guest. It's someone more special, for sure. (laughs) We have Max Adler, Karofsky is here the show choir um extraordinaire himself <laughs> yeah like the only person who was actually in show choir yeah i was in like <laughs> select choir but he like torn and like like competed and stuff so he's really yeah. legit he's legit he's legit we find out he's legit in every way yeah. that i didn't really know coming into this like he was the most qualified person on this show for I sure mean, true i'm surprised they didn't um auditioning for puck i know it's like now that you see mark like it it, yeah i knew what they were going for but like you know like why did they see him for Puck? i don't know what robert ulrich had a vision and he He saw everyone and really nailed it so and robert ulrich i trust yeah no no questions asked um let's do it yeah max is here give it up for max adler hey you look great what's going on good to see you welcome to the show um we have a lot to talk about, so let's just let's just do it. But how are you doing? <laughs> You've got a kid. You're yeah, how's the fam? 
figure fam's good everyone's uh healthy you know i'm still still with my wife jen who you guys know That's and now we have uh dylan who is three and two months oh my um, gosh talking up a storm interested in planes and garbage trucks and construction vehicles and <laughs> all the things and we're battling to get him to sleep in his own room uh <laughs> oh, God. so there's that uh but everyone everyone's good and now just you know figuring out the life amidst the strike and you know what yeah. i will do this summer and uh you know but yeah producing acting things are things are good but you know navigating the craziness of this business like we all are right always it, and it's it's so interesting too because the last time this writer strike happened glee could we talk to ian um a few months yes. ago and he was saying yeah. how you know glee happened randomly during the last writer strike and yeah. so here we are again so maybe there will be some Another. new opportunities for all of us outside uh, of the writer's strike. Reboot. It, it worked out for us last time, so everybody's maybe this asking time, for it. Everybody's uh, let's, asking uh, for let's it. Do or that something because, else. Yeah, that's that. Hopefully, it could be a, a shoe in. No that's pun right. intended. No. Well, pun intended. Yeah. You'd think. Uh, yeah, you... Actually, no. I'm never gonna work for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I'm invited back. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll be watching. I'll be supporting. Yeah. So. Us too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, same. We'll also just be watching. Although it is crazy, though. I'm thinking, like, in the, I'm listening to, like, this, uh, sorry, an there's another podcast, not a rival podcast, just another one out there called Strike Talk, but it's all about the strike. And I'm, like, learning, like, what exactly what's going on, the ins and outs. Um, but they're, you know, they're the whole, this whole conversation about mini rooms, which I didn't know what they really were. And they're talking about how it's like a showrunner and two writers mm. kind of breaking the whole season instead of like a team of 10. And I was like, that's, it is crazy to think about it was Ryan, Ian and Brad when it was like just three people that yeah. really broke and wrote and did the pre and the post production. I was like, that's, it really is like Madness. outstanding how that happened and worked so well. Like what a, yeah. what a time, what a combination that like, yeah. you know, so 22 episodes a season that way they did two full seasons where it's just the three of them which is yeah. really crazy and yeah. i don't even it was 10 episodes any... anymore yeah. you know what i mean it was 22 back in the day imagine that yeah like they're but... talking about mike white for white lotus like does it on his own but again right it's eight versus like for, yeah 22 and like you know 40 million storylines and uh more power <laughs> yeah. that's pretty pretty incredible to be fair they did the 40 million storylines that was on them they did that <laughs> to themselves. Right. Yeah. Right, right they had control yeah. Yes, so take but, a, take us back to um, before you got Glee. What were you doing, and then what was it like when you got the call for your audition, or what what was it that um, got you in the door? Oh man! Well, I was doing the valet restaurant game, you know, the day job game, and auditioning. I did. I was working at a macaroni grill uh, restaurant yes. and I um, <laughs> I had missed a shift for a big callback for a Montana meth project, which meth was a huge problem in Montana and they were doing a project to battle meth through PSAs and the director was Tony Kay who did American History X and I really wanted to obviously work with him and I uh, I booked that and so macaroni grill fired me but I, that's how I got into SAG like the same day. Um, <laughs> So that was cool. And then I was at another restaurant, just, you know, doing like little, little bits on like Ghost Whisperer. What about Brian? I had an agent. I begged him to get in for a series regular on Glee because I, I think Jenna, you, you and I might've been the only people actually in show choir. I don't know, uh -huh. but I was, mm -hmm. I was like a huge, huge show choir person in high school. We toured, we competed, like I sang, I danced, you know, we like went to the Bahamas, went to Chicago. Like we what? did it. I was like, I lived the Glee life uh loved nip tuck would have like nip tuck parties like at my parents house mm. at friends houses so like when i heard the mm. creator of nip tuck 
was doing a show about show choir, I was like, please, please get me in. Nothing is more specifically right for you. <laughs> right. But but in, in you know the world of Hollywood, uh, they didn't see me. You know, they, they, didn't, they didn't see it. They didn't think I was right, whatever. Um, but I had been dropping off my headshot every week at UDK casting, who cast wow. all, you know, Robert Ulrich and Alex Newman and everyone. I dropped it off in the bin. I'm like, maybe they'll notice me. Uh, and then, yeah, they brought me in for, um, it was two lines one day. Uh, for both Karofsky and Azimio, who mm-hmm. was uh, excellently played by James Earl. Mm-hmm. And we had to read for both parts. And I remember going in and um, I coached on it for like two hours. It was like a big chunk. It was like my big, uh, big monologue, if you will. But it was a, the chunk where I talked to Finn and Quinn. And I'm like, oh, you know, I've been wanting to like slush you in the face since fifth grade when you made fun of me. And like, you know, it's my time now. And, you know, welcome to the new world orders, all that. But I was like, all right, like, let's coach. Like, who is this guy? Why, why is why is he saying this? Like, why is he upset? You know, I was like, let me let me like stand out. And of course, I walked in like so prepared. But then there's like, you know, 45 dudes. I saw like Ashley Angel from O-Town. Yes. And I was like, oh, Stop. no, like I'm going <laughs> to go back to the restaurant game. Like, no, no way they're going to go with me. But I went in and did my thing. And it was crazy because Robert in the room uh, was like, I think you're the guy for this, which like never happens. Like, that's Aww. like, you know, you have no idea. And he was like, I think you're... He's like, that was the best read of the day. Like, I think you're my choice. And I was like, this would be a dream come true. Like, give me two lines. I want to be on the show. Yep. There was already this like hype and this buzz, like the show was going to be uh, shooting, you know, to the moon. And so I was pumped just to get on. Um, yeah. So I got the call. I was doing theater. I was doing uh, Richard the uh, Second with the Shakespeare troupe, Porters of Hell's Gate, where I met my wife. Uh, was that here in L.A.? That, um, yeah, here in L.A. It's the trained actor. Oh yeah, we God. were doing we were in the Shakespearean troupe, did Much Ado and Macbeth and Richard the Second. And uh Damn. and I was in, you know, I was, I was like, if I could do Shakespeare, like I could I could bang out these two lines on, on Glee and like, you know, and I did it. <laughs> and um so I got the call and it made made my day and uh then you know then went on to change my life. But um yeah, it was yeah. really exciting. Uh I had no idea, you know, where it would go. It was just two lines and the biggest thing about it was the slushy because I remember when I came in, they called me like <laughs> yeah. in advance on the call sheet to practice, practice with like a the dummy, the dummy. Like that yeah. You were the dummy. first slushy thrower. You yeah. were the you were the OG. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. The, there, there was, was somebody in the know. pilot that slushy. Yes, Leah. Okay, fair, but I think that was. I think so. Okay, but I don't think you was, saw their face though. You didn't. I, no, no. This so. yeah. The, this this was like. And Paul Bruninger, a prop master, um, rest in peace. He was amazing. Yeah. He was incredibly yeah. passionate about these slushies. He took so he would talk to me for like hours, literally hours. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, all right, like, you know, we'll start with like little rubber pieces. So it's not really cold, but it's like the rubber, like it bounces off the face and it's not going to be <laughs> believable. So he's like, we're going to do it like the consistency, but what, we're going to heat it in the microwave and like make it like slightly warm, but it won't burn. And then like it wouldn't read. He's like, yeah. F it. Like, we're just, we're just going to do like real slushy, but don't miss. You get one take. And like, if you miss, you know, you're going to mess up the clothes and the makeup and the set. Everyone's going to be pissed. Like he's like, <laughs> nail it. So I had to come in and like, pr- you know, they adjusted it to like Corey's height. Yeah. And he was like, go for the nose. We want like, the middle. We want it to explode all over the face. Like, don't get the chest. Don't get the chin. So, so much pressure. I was like, what? Like, I just, I'm an actor. Like, I'm not, like a, a slushy thrower. Like, I don't know, like, what's going to happen. And he was just, yeah. you know, he'd be in the corner with me, like, just like stirring, like waiting for like Corey to come around the corner, like right at the last minute. Uh, and I was like, I better, I better get it right. And uh, yeah. luckily, luckily I you did. did. So, yeah. You Thanks. did. You threw a lot of slushies. 
A lot of slushies. I got yeah. slushied once, uh, but I had zombie makeup covering my my face, so yes. it wasn't as bad. But yeah, uh, that's sorry. must be nice. Yeah, sorry. Must be nice. <laughs> it was. Were you guys slushied in the same episode? Was it the Super Bowl episode? Yeah, yeah. We both were. Slushy. I was. I think we were coming down the hallway uh, in our Letterman jackets, and uh, yeah, right. I got slushied by the hockey players. I, I believe. That's right. Oh, like that God. hockey team that you were originally a part of. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, there was that. Conf- yeah, I think so. I think I was in the hockey team turned football yeah. team. The sports. All the yeah, sports. Yeah, behind the scenes the change sports. of heart. Yeah. Sport. I'm just athlete. Yeah. Jock. Exactly. Yeah. Jenna, the weather is finally getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Yes, it is. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year, like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. We love that. I just got the silk skirt, and then I also got the um, 100% organic cotton striped sweater. It's great quality. For that price, I literally shop here all the time now because it is just undeniable. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash really for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash really to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash really. Let's talk about something we can all relate to hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's designed for lingering freshness so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. How did it go from two lines? You, you getting these two lines to becoming a huge, like, central figure of the entirety of the series? Did, was it, you know, well, first of all, that calling you, nice, but well, you had, a, I mean, yeah. your character influenced one of the biggest characters on the show. You had an incredible and crazy storyline through all six seasons, and I love that it started out as you just having you dropping your headshots off. At the casting director's office, you getting called in and working <laughs> on those two lines. Oh, yeah. And then are they calling you back for, oh, we need Azimio and Karofsky back for another couple lines here? And and it just evolved? Like, what yeah, was that it was like, like, I only thought there was that one. And then, you know, like every actor's dream, you're like, oh, I hope they notice, you know, something and maybe right. bring me back. But like, I was like, I, what can they notice in like, you know, two lines? Like, I don't know. But then, yeah, I got the call um, that like they want to bring me back. And I had like like another line about super cuts, not taking <laughs> walk-ins or, or what was that? something. Yeah, you don't need an appointment at super cuts. They love walk-ins or you know, something. Yeah. I was like, great, I'll come back again. This is like, you know, if I get enough of these, I can quit the restaurant. Like, you know, right. that's where right. I, I was like, let me just, you know, keep, like, let me qualify for health insurance. <laughs> exactly. Again, a dream. Like, so cool because I'm like, a, you know, a fan of the show, like a fan of show choir. Corey welcomed me with like gigantic heart, gigantic arm. You know, it was like, come on, like meet my mom. His mom was there the first day. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like I was like, I do want to be back, but like, who knows? Right. Um, and basically I think it was like five episodes maybe for the first season. And then I remember the season two premiere party at Paramount, which was still weird. Cause I remember the story of like, I won't say who, but it was someone in the, in the audience when we were watching the movie. And I remember like, I sat down with Jen and like, they just turned to me and they were like, this is for cast only. And I was oh. like, no, right. But like, I, I am like, I've done, I've done like five episodes. Like I'm, uh, I'm here, you know, I was like, but like, I, I still wasn't even like recognized as like being part wow. of Glee, even though now I'd done five episodes with the restaurant. I was like, I'm on Glee. Anyway, season two premiere party, Ryan comes up to me. And like, you know, kind of secretly is like, we just wrote something really special for you. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I want like another, you know, 21. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, a rainbow slushy or like a cool, like a new, like, what am I going to, I guess, you know, magical slushy. And then, yeah, I got the script. Uh, and at this point, if you remember, I think you guys maybe had the same thing where like someone would actually come deliver you like an actual yep. paper script because <laughs> yeah. email, yeah, which is always exciting for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, so cool. And then that was the script. It was never been kissed where, um, you know, where Karofsky yeah. kisses Kurt. And I was just like, I like leapt off the couch, excited as heck. And like ran and told Jen and she was like, oh my God. I was like, this is outstanding. Cause I had coached this whole time about like, what is this guy's problem? Like, what does he want? Like, why is he being a bully? Understanding bullies. And I was like, I was giving it so much more than I felt that I like had to, but I'm so glad it developed into something that kind of felt real felt grounded, like gave him purpose for doing everything he had been doing. You know, it was, it was like in my mind, mm-hmm. I was, it was just like the natural jealousy of like, mm-hmm. he gets to sing a song and be in the show choir on the show. And like, I'm a jock and like, I'm like, I'm going to bully you for that. Mm-hmm. But then when it was like revealed, these were the reasons I was like, Oh my gosh, like it's so much more complex and there's so much more depth. And like, yeah. you know, I knew people like that in high school. So, uh, 
kind of a dream come true. And if you guys remember Dante DiLoretto, who was the producer on the show, who was uh, always very cold to me and never really said anything to me. Uh, but I remember him watching the rehearsals for the locker room scene. Mm-hmm. And it was like the first time he like smiled and like gave me that nod and like came like patted me on the back and like a handshake. And I was like, okay, like this yeah. is, this right. is something. And so I took it, you know, very seriously and I'm happy with the way uh, it came out. Yeah, yeah we just watched that episode, episode and you and Chris were absolutely phenomenal in that scene. And you also are just like beating the shit out of him that whole episode. Yeah, we were like, like wow, <laughs> that is intense. Like it's yeah. the whole series. Time, there was there was yeah. there, was, there was, I remember like, you know, there's times when, you know, it's like always oh, shoving him into the, to, like the locker bay. And I remember like occasionally someone from the crew is like, hey, uh, can you just like not push him that hard? Like, let's let's just like take it easy, you know, or like, you know, see him get like padded up. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. I was trying to like make the sound and like get into it. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, I was like Golden Globe winner. I was like, I'm like pushing him into a locker bay. I'm being fired. I felt so, so terrible. And I was always like, are you OK? Like, I'm so sorry. You know, yeah, um, yeah he yeah, I definitely, you know, beat him up. I think I beat, you know, pushed Darren into the gate in that episode. But um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was a that was a big one. And then I remember, like, right after that, it was crazy because it was like that life change of like, like I got invited with Josh Sussman and Patrick Gallagher to go to DC to the Kennedy Center, mm. just like recognition on like on the plane and like the airports and like the city. I was like, oh, okay, like now I'm like getting a sense of like what you guys had, you know, been mm-hmm. living with. And I was like, whoa, like it just changed like overnight, like from the, like before that episode aired to like the night after. I was like, this like the world just became like different, like through my eyes. And uh, yeah. it's pretty crazy how fast that happened, you know? Totally. Actually, Kevin, I remember getting invited the first time ever to a screening with those cast and crew lunch screenings. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad had called me. It was like, I think you're going to be really proud of this episode and, you oh. know, come come to the screening. Um, and I remember leaving the screening. And I remember you, Kevin, like, <laughs> like running into my arms and like a big hug. And like, oh. it was like, it meant a lot that uh, it was a like, validation, you know, from you. Um, of like, okay, like, you know, welcome, welcome to the show. Like, there's something well, that's like worth, you know, doing. I, I mean, it's just, it's one of those, you know, we talked about the writer's strike and it, it's so hard to get a job. You're happy to have your two lines and then to be able to watch somebody yeah. come on the show. And it's hard to be the person that's sh- that pops in and pops out. I say it time and time again, it really is because you, especially when we're an ensemble that's really close. And we talked to Josh Sussman about this and how, yeah, I heard. you know, you two really like related to each other because you had that similar um, trajectory on the show and within the show. And so to see somebody get given, get given that storyline and then just be so good and mm-hmm. the, the care you had with Karofsky the entire time, it was just, you know, we got to watch our friends perform and sing and do these crazy scenes and we were always just always so proud of each other and then to be able to see someone like you just bring it seemingly going from oh i'm just gonna say some mean thing push somebody up against a locker and then here you are with this really beautiful and sensitive uh, storyline it was just it meant a lot to be able to like see that as a friend as a fellow actor mm-hmm. and just being a fan of yours it was you know, it was special. back at you. Well, uh, thank you. It felt it, honestly. I mean, yeah, it, it felt special. And like, you know, even now, like, I, it'll be tough to find a role that uh, is that awesome and complex and nuanced and on a show that gets that many ratings and eyeballs. Like that was what you know. It was so exciting because I had done stuff before that and since then. When you know you're shooting it, and you're like, who knows if this is going to see the light of day? Right. Who knows how many people are going to watch? But it was like it was so exciting being on that set, knowing 
like what we are doing is going to get watched in a few weeks by like, you know, 14 million people, whatever, whatever it was. And it's like, this will change some minds and change some hearts and influence people, save lives. And that mm-hmm. was the biggest thing too, where like, it was like, okay, I transcended just like a role on TV to like making a difference where like, I started getting all those, med- you know, letters and messages and emails of like, just people that had kind of were, like the big, the biggest note was kind of like they had seen some gay people portrayed on TV and gay characters, but they weren't ever like the masculine, like jock who you didn't see coming. And like, thank God for this because now they feel validated. They felt seen. It was things where like mm-hmm. they're, family had disowned them and like after seeing this episode the parents understood now who they were and like reached out to like mm. you know patch the family back up and it was like wow. you know, like in like germany it was like crazy like wow right. we just like patched the family up in germany from like this episode <laughs> of television like that's sure insane to like be just a part of it which then make me you know uh, took everything just more seriously and kind of felt that weight of like okay like i'm representing like a lot of um you know people that don't feel seen and heard which mm-hmm. is like the whole point of the show right um but yeah, what was powerful. so weird about that, yeah, I mean, yeah, but was so it's like I never had that conversation. There's there never like that, you know, that Ryan sit down or like, this is what we're going to do. Or like, let's talk about it. Or like, let's talk about what people are like feeling about it. And like, I would try, but like, not, you know, no, not much of a like a response. And I was like, it was, and, and to this day, it's like, it's so, it is weird. It's like that, the Josh Sussman thing of, of um, I don't know if you guys remember like Life of Pi. But like, there's that whole like relationship he has. You know, with the, I think the lion's like Richard Parker or something, and it's, he, he just like wants that lion to like look back and acknowledge him. But like, he just kind of goes off into the woods. And I was like, I felt, I'm like, that's like glee. I was like, like no, there was never anyone that was like, hey, like we did it. Like, good job on the storyline. Yeah. Like, you know, it was just kind of like it just kind of ended. And I was like, did that? Did that just happen? Like, <laughs> wow. Like that, it's like still like waiting yeah. for like that like closure. Sure. Um, and it is, and it is weird. But like. You know, and I understand what you guys are talking about, too, because I've been on the other side where I've been like the bigger part of shows. And it's like, yeah, you're just, you know, you kind of bond more like all the time together. And it's like the guest stars are great and awesome. But like, you just don't. It's like, it's like in, you know, like in high school where like, you know, you could all go to the same school. But like, unless you're like, you have like that one, you know, night of partying where like some truth and some tears come out. You, know, you have like that right. bond. You talk about it the next day. It's like, oh, cool. Like he's in my science class, but like, you know, we're not, we're just not like that. So I always understood like the pecking order, you know, like where, where it was, but um, yeah, weird that like the outside world was like, he's on Glee, like you're a Glee cast member, mm-hmm. but like doing it. I was like, but like, am I? It was, was kind of like straddling like the fence of like, when will I be back? Will I be back? Like, am I going back to the bread lines? Like it was a very weird, like, you know, uh, uh, like a yeah, unstable kind of six years, but also like most exciting and rewarding. Uh, so yeah, still, still trying to deal with that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you had such a yeah. big storyline even after that initial kiss from you know, the big episode where you attempt suicide. I mean, it's such a massive undertaking. Um, I'm curious, like, what that was like when you read that script. Did you know you were coming? Did you know that was coming? Did Ryan drop any nuggets? And, like, what the response was? Or did you feel, like, did it shift at that point or or what? Yeah, I guess I kind of, like, solidified my place, like, in, you know, in, in the show. Um uh, but also, like, I was, again, excited about it because working with my coach, it was kind of like this guy is in, you know, a small town, uh, worried about his sexuality getting out there, like his dad, you know, society, like in reality, 
he would probably think about suicide. But I was like, they would never do this on like a Fox musical comedy. Like, no <laughs> right. way. They're gonna, you know, right. There'll be some kind of out. So when that actually came to me, you know, the script, I was like, oh my gosh. It was like, it was really a thank you to the writers for like doing this character justice and like showing what could happen to someone in that situation and in that position. And like, you know, like let's, let's be real about it. And like, let's really, you know, again, touch lives and like save some hearts, you know, and, and change people's minds and open up people's eyes. And that was a brutal episode to film. Like I was in a very, you know, dark space. Cause you really, I had to like understand like what would lead someone to commit suicide and like, just like the hopelessness and like the not having anyone to turn to and just like being like at like the literal, like, you know, end of your rope and like, you know, it's just, it's dark. And I remember sitting like on a golf cart with Brad Beaker, like right outside the, the studio for like, I don't know, like an hour. Um, and he was telling me like these really like vulnerable things about like, you know, his life and his mindset and just like where he's been. And I was like confessing stuff to him, but like, well, like when my mom passed and it was like this very like emotional, like talk, mm. Um, that like put me in a great space to like go in and and then film. And then again, I'm, I knew I'm like representing people because at this time, this was where like Fox started like kind of sending me to like uh, <laughs> Dr. Phil or like Access Hollywood or Dr. <laughs> Drew. Like I was like out there like talking about teen wow. suicides and cyberbullying because if you remember, this was like Twitter was huge then yeah. still, but like this was like the forefront of like when Anderson Cooper and Ellen, like everyone was talking about cyberbullying and teen right. suicides. And I was like, this is crazy that I'm like playing this role at this time in the world. Like this might not ever happen again. Mm. So yeah, it was huge. And I, the biggest reward of that was I remember like at the end, it was like the Trevor project kind of flashed their hotline um, at the end of the episode. It was like, you know, if you need help and you're dealing with stuff. And then I think that, I don't know, the stats are out there somewhere, but it was like the calls went up like through the roof. Like it was wow. like, the highest percentage of people that ever reached out to the hotline for help oh, like minutes wow. after that episode. And so again, to like, to be a part of that, uh, was just like, uh, you know, incredibly rewarding and, uh, an honor, you know? Mm. Yeah. How lovely it was. I mean, you never been kissed and in that episode. You had Brad Beaker at the helm both times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. yeah. Just like the most thoughtful, <laughs> generous person. Um, was that helpful because, he was there for because he was there for like the advent of Karofsky's real journey, yeah. having him sort of be a through line because like the Dante's and Ryan's were, you know, doing other things. Yeah. Um, Beaker, you know, was there and because yeah. he was editing the show the whole time, really right. knew every all the characters so, so well. Like, did you find that as an actor helpful to have him be able to connect those dots for you? Incredibly. I, I absolutely love working with him. And um, I told him I told him that, too, because I during Never Been Kissed, I found I found it was I think it was the first time I'd ever worked with like a director who was an editor, really. Like, editor, and that was first. his first episode I th for us. Oh, amazing. Directing. Yeah. Well, never been kissed. Yeah. I never would have known. Yeah, he's incredible. And we we I mean, we definitely bonded in that episode. Uh and what I loved about it was like, I, I, I don't know, there must have been like 20 something takes for like like the locker room scene, you know, and they all the different coverage. But like it was so fun because he would like come out like I, I came in from like one door and Chris came in from like another door. And I remember Brad would go back and forth in between mm -hmm. takes and he would like kind of whisper something to Chris to change up his performance in a certain way, bring something, mm -hmm. hear something new. Then he would come to me and he was like, what, what if, what if, uh, you know, you go, you go to Chris and like, you know, you, know, you do this and that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, okay, great. And it was just this freedom to like 
let's just try that. Cause like, we'll have 20 more takes. Like, let's just like throw everything out there. Mm-hmm. And it was like such an amazing, like, like good. Like every, everything I was thinking about everything he was thinking about, like, let's just throw it all out there mm-hmm. and like, keep it fresh and keep it new and kind of like surprise, you know, slam the locker this time, like punch this, you know, come at it. It was like, try the second kiss. Like it was like, let's just try everything that I'm feeling and like not hold back or worry about getting it like right. As far as like, correct but like right like just from the heart Mm -hmm. um so that was like amazing and i was like god i I always want to work with brad again and uh it was yeah incredible the way it came out and then same thing you know with with the suicide episode there was just on my way there was just that trust already like built in and it was just kind of like look like you know i don't know how many tears you can get out of me but like i'm like (laughs) just just like you know like when i open this laptop and like i see the like the comments like let's just like you know, Roll. stay on me for a second. Give me this chance. Like do that, do this. It's like, okay, cool. I'm going to get, you know, this angle and like, you know, this and that. And it was like, it was just really um, great working with him and just, you know, like understanding the vibe of like that last time you're getting dressed. Like, like, am I really going to mm-hmm. do this? Uh, the fear, the release. Um, I remember how like carefully he treated that whole, like where I walk through the locker room and see uh fag written on the locker and just like, you know, he was like, it's going to be like in slow motion. Like, I just want to see like, you know, like your life kind of like leave your body. Um, mm-hmm. And again, the way he like shot and like pushed in and like cue cough syrup. I was like, oh my gosh, like it's pretty mm-hmm. powerful. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like the guy, but I'm like, I was like getting emotional watching mm-hmm. it. And I was like, shit, like he did a really good job. And then me and Brad, like together, we got, we got invited to like go to Sacramento for a couple of years and like be a part of this great program called directing change because of that episode. And it was all, it was like all these high school students were making short films about mental uh, health awareness and like, you know, stigmas and suicide prevention. And me and Brad were there to like speak, I represent, you know, and like be there, speak to the kids and judge the videos. And like, again, it kind of became this like, all right, like now we're, we're out there in the real world, like talking about these issues from the storyline. So it really did take on, you know, like a a pretty serious part of my life, like understand what I was talking about. Cause I'm talking to real kids going through it. Um, and, And it was like, all right, this is more than just like memory rising lines and you know showing up so yeah. and again you know awards and you know ratings and it was like such a crazy crazy time as, as you know um, <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah for sure let's talk about something we can all relate to hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes, and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. It is crazy to think about, you mentioned this a couple of minutes ago, how when the show came out and it started to do well, we became very conscious of, oh, you know, X number of people are going to see what we're doing right now. Like we having that, I don't know, ability, you know, we, when we did the first 13 episodes, no one had seen anything except the pilot, but <clears throat> knowing that you're doing these really serious things <clears throat> and then being able to like in three weeks because it was like a three-week turnaround did you in those three weeks sort of thing did you ever get scared or nervous especially with every time you were on screen you had some really heavy shit like you weren't you weren't there we were clowns a lot of the time (laughs) you you were really um handling tough issues and so like for us i'm like i'm excited for my parents to see this musical number we're doing this is fun you know, like I get out of my chair to dance. You <laughs> are acting through some really tough things. Was did you ever have? You know, I got scared for people to see some things like that. Flux of feelings of is this going to work? Did did we do this correctly? Because you're you're talking about suicide. You're talking about a bully kissing the person he's bullying. Um, yeah. What was going through your head? Because knowing that like 15 million people were going to see this in three weeks as you were shooting it uh excitement like there was there was there was no fear and it's actually interesting because i mean you know I, I moved out here into la when i was 18 right after high school and kind of like didn't do the college thing and it's like a risky thing i was like well, i'm doing like senior recital like singing and it's like and everyone's like i'm going to you know brown and carnegie mellon and emerson and i'm like i'm just gonna go to la and see what happens <laughs> like i don't know don't laugh at me you know but it was like i better make it it was like there, there was no plan b So, yeah, to be on like a dream show with a dream creator, knowing people are watching it and all my high school friends were watching it and like, you know, all the texts and calls every week. And like uh, it just felt incredible. I I had like a a big a big support base um, from family and friends. And actually, I don't even know if you guys even knew it was so crazy. There was there was Jen, you know, my wife had gone to like study theater in London with this guy, Jeremy O'Keefe, who ended up being a casting Mm -hmm. director who I like overheard while I was working at a restaurant talking about how he also like 
bartends at a bar called Silver Spoon, which was like on Santa Monica Boulevard. Um, and like they had this back room that they would have glee nights and like they had TVs where everyone would come. It was, I think it was a gay bar. And it was like, you know, they'd show glee and have glee <laughs> themed right. drinks and glee straws. And it was a whole thing. And so like, wow. I was like, you know, like, I'm actually on that show. Do you want some more lemonade? But like, I was like, I am like, I've done <laughs> some episodes. Uh, and he's like, come on by. And so like, I remember like, it started becoming a thing where like, I would go with like 20 friends and we'd Aww. all like watch the episode and like, you know, have some That's drinks cool. and like, it was, so a, it cool. was a big deal. Uh, yeah. It was really exciting. Yeah. And, but I remember when I got Never Been Kissed, the script, um, and there were people like on the show, you know, crew, uh, other, you know, there's people, there's guys that were like, is your dad going to be cool with this? Like, mm. what, what is he going to say? Like, are you, you're kissing a dude like on national TV. Like, what are you, what are you going to do? Like, is there like a lip mm. protector or something? I was like, <laughs> like, no, like I didn't even like think about that until I was like asked, you know, like, confronted with that. Cause I was like, no, like what? Like, I'm an actor and like I, I you ki- a kiss like is a kiss and like lips are lips and like the storyline is a storyline like I don't I don't I didn't really think about like that element of it I just thought about like the character of you know like hmm. what's coming like the you know the instinct of like why he's been doing what he's been doing for a year and like this right. release and honestly yeah. it kind of reminded me so a little seriously. bit um huh you took it so seriously like you cared I did yeah but you're right so it, it, almost, it almost felt like I was shooting a different show it was like it was like a very it was like a different tone and i was like this is yeah. crazy that they're putting this in this episode but like we always okay, say like, it's like the I'll... curtain the bird and like the heavy like and yeah. the, the heart of the show and then you've got like the clowns hey, <laughs> the two different worked, shows that's that was what worked it was beautiful it was like through through, yes. the, through the circus of that sure. but it was like, you, have, you have like that little dose of like hey let me like pound you in the heart you know with this sure. um you know it worked but it really it reminded me like uh of you know that american beauty scene where like chris cooper kind of goes and like kisses mm-hmm. kevin spacey in the garage and i remember like yeah. that scene you know rattles me still and i was like that was powerful so i was like okay like, if we can come you know anywhere close to like capturing that feeling of just like the release of what this guy must be feeling like wondering what it feels like to kiss a guy you know right. after uh 16 years you know whatever it is um like let's show that release and right. uh and then yeah and then i found out you know ryan knew people like that in high school and i think brad Talchuk has like a friend named dave karofsky and uh he yeah. started messaging me on Facebook. So hi, Dave. Stop. Uh, yeah, no, very cool. He's a cool dude. And like, not at all like the character. I think just like, right. name, you know, uh, but um, anyway, yeah, it was, uh, it was very rewarding and I was very excited to, to do that storyline and, and really never had, it was actually weird. It was like more negative before Karofsky kind of exposes like what his deal is. Sure. There was more negative like comments on the street. Like, you know, Hey, like leave Kurt alone. You know, stop bullying <laughs> yeah. Kurt. You know, and then it was, it was, it became like, thank you. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, like, I appreciate, I, like, thank you. I feel seen or whatever. And I was like, whoa, this is like, this is a different, uh, this is a very One, crazy, you know, ride, a crazy yeah. ride. Yeah. Um, speaking of a crazy ride, your storylines get even crazier. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let's so, just stop. <laughs> yeah, we were doing some research because I have no memory of this, but please. We don't remember seasons, mo- season five well, and five six, and mostly six. six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So t- yeah. tell me about um, you and your new lover, Blaine. <laughs> well, someone tweeted me a couple weeks ago, or they tweeted, and like, this is when I knew Glee became off the rails. And it was when Karofsky and Blaine started dating, and I retweeted it and said, This happened? Because I have and yeah. it, no no offense to you or anybody, I don't even know what happened with me. I I don't know anything. 
I don't even know. And I don't know where we were at that time. No, Kevin. I don't. We we didn't, yeah. Just, yeah, it was it was a long Checked time out, along for the ride. Yeah, it was a long yeah. time ago. It was a long time in. It was Dark it was time. a we were in this this cyclone blur. Yeah, it was it was wild. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how do you tell us about that experience? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> uh, I mean, again, a blur. Like, at that point, I was like, all right, I've done you know, I've done what I'm gonna do. <laughs> like the serious <laughs> stuff with this character that's gonna make an impact. Like has has. Stop. Yeah. Like, that, that stopped then. The show's same, same. changed. The world's changed. We've all gone through some things. Um, but again, just like happy to be along for the ride. Happy to be a part of the show. Happy to keep seeing you guys and putting on the jacket. Uh, <laughs> happy to, you know, have an income and be working. Exactly. And really just, it was fun at that point. It was kind of like, I, you know, there was there was so much pressure on those earlier episodes where I was like sitting in my like you guys would like be having like fun and like you know the um, base camp and I was like in my trailer like doing like breathing exercises and just like <laughs> like, I, like I was like I bet like, I had one shot to like nail this yeah. and like yeah. you know represent hundreds like, of thousands of people. These assholes are singing Lady Gaga and I have no, to talk you didn't about have suicide. This scene. <laughs> I, I wish I was doing Lady Gaga, but no, there, there was like a freedom in that of like you know you all have like each other and you're having fun and I was like I like. Sure. shoot like it's this is like on me and like i better nail it or like i'm not asked back sure. so there was a very big like pressure until season six when i was like all right cool like i'm walking in there's a bear cub there's like jane lynch telling me me and darren are related with a family tree at a restaurant like i don't know but like loved darren like darren and i hit it off yeah had that first episode never been kissed we like bonded and you know we're we're still close and and so like i was like this is insane but like hey i get to work with you i get to work with my buddies and work with you and chris and and you know cool directors and have a good time um and it was fun just to be a part of it without the the weight of um you know like the, the pressure of, of what it was at that point and also though really you know i think a nice happy ending that like it didn't result in suicide and like yeah. he is okay to be out in the world and be happy and date and go do line dancing at gay bars and uh <laughs> you know be, yeah. be out there and and kind of like gives give people hope like there is you know there is a life and there is a world that like will accept you and there are you know just people will understand you and kind of reach feel free to reach out to people and try new things and so i was appreciative of that and that like it didn't end in a tragic way um but yeah. yeah so i just i just had fun but yeah it was a it was a weird <laughs> it was a weird thing yeah me and blaine dated uh yeah i tried to and... date um date him too so don't worry yeah huh? <laughs> tina tried to date blaine too so it's fine yeah, I mean, we, we all a, tried we all tried catch. yeah you gotta try why not you know um but it was a yeah, it was a good time <laughs> before we wrap this up max we i'm curious we ask everybody like what is the feeling that glee leaves you with Honestly, like longing. I know it's kind of sad, but I do. I think mm -hmm. it was a great. It was a great time in uh, in my life. Like it was like a you know a huge hit show and all the perks that come with all the all the you know all the stuff, the award shows and the restaurants and the fun you know the, the life that comes with it and like being seen you know for your work and uh, and yeah, I don't know you know who knows if something like that. Well, there's like lightning in a bottle, so who knows right. if or when yeah. it'll come again. And also, you know, Jenna, you know, you know, I'm parent, you know, it's everything's different now, like, you know, marriage and kids. And it's like that mm -hmm. time, I can't believe like that happened when we were like in our twenties and like footloose and fancy totally. free, like, you know, what a time, like, <laughs> totally. even if I get on a show like that again, like it's, it won't really be the same. Like that was Never. very cool. And be, <laughs> exactly. you know, with all those people like the same age, like going through it. Um, so yeah, like I, I miss it. And I, I really do look upon those times very fondly because i don't think i was like in um the trenches or the drama as much as you know you guys obviously were so uh yeah. just kind of all all good for for me and i i, I do i miss it 
That's awesome. Well, we yeah. we're grateful to have you. We've been watching the show again, obviously, with this podcast and like as a viewer versus like, you know, an actor in the show. And it's just yeah. really um, it's really different and profound in a beautiful like more positive light way and we get to see the work that you put in and then talk to you about how serious you really did take your role and as an actor and your you know um just approached Karofsky and and it really paid off and so we're really grateful for you and your time on the show and what you shared with everybody and then coming on and hanging out with us again and just um your friendship so thanks max well, thank you. Feelings mutual. Thank you for everything you guys did on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty cool. You know, we, we were on Glee. Like, <laughs> we were. Nuts. Just clowns uh, on but, Glee. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm, I'm very, very, very happy about it. So uh, thanks for having me. And congrats on the podcast. And oh, thank, thank you. Uh, you. Yeah. Say hi to the family. Thanks, yeah, Max. I'm sure we're going to have to I'll voice memo you, I'm sure, a lot more as we do yeah, this. We we're have gonna more Krofsky questions. Memories and things, and we'll voice yeah. memo you. Bring it on. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be standing by. Awesome. Great. Thank thanks, you so Max. much. It's so good to see yeah. you. So good to see you. Thanks, guys. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Did you know David Schwimmer quit TV right before he got um, friends? He quit and went back to Chicago to do theater. And Marta Kaufman and all the creators of Friends were like, but we wrote this with you in mind, with Ross, so you have to come back and do it. And he was like... Really? And they're like, he had a bad experience on another TV show. I can't remember which one he was. And he's like, never again. I'm not doing TV ever again. And they're like, we promise this will be different. Just come back. And he's like, all right, well, if you write it for me, I'll come back. There's there's friends. Well, see what happens when you're good? Like, Max is just good. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like We had no idea he had all that, like, formal... That's right. ...training. Well, thanks, Max, for coming on, and thanks for listening with us. And hope you're you sweet, man, Max. Keep you're it up. Sweet, you're sweet so man. talented. Can't wait to see you on the next yeah. Sorkin project. <laughs> no, we need to get into that. <laughs> we'll know. have to have him back. We have so many more questions for everyone. Yeah, we'll have him for the um the next big Krafsky episode. Great. Um, that's what you really missed. See ya. Thanks for listening, and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm late. I'm late. Three very important dates. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com com.